This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. This episode is brought to you by Talenti Gelato and Sorbetto. You might know it as that amazing gelato and sorbetto that comes in a clear pint with a twist-off lid. But it's got a name, Talenti. You know, you should call it by name, because how would you like it if somebody called you that amazing, clever person with the cool pants, Matthew? Uh, I would hate that. That would be terrible. Stop calling me that, everybody. You are wearing pretty cool pants today. Matthew is wearing kind of like these, like, uh, kind of pinky melon colored shorts. Yes, I am. As you can see on this podcast. Yes. So uh, Talenti comes in 33 exciting, dense, delicious flavors like sea salt caramel, Mediterranean mint, and Sicilian pistachio. Uh, and brand new ones like oatmeal raisin cookie, uh, salted peanut caramel, which we were eating during the ad a couple of weeks ago, you as know, you might recall. And I should add that I recently bought three quart size containers oh, of nice. the sea salt caramel for a party that I was helping to throw for a friend. And there was a quart left over. And I was so excited. Uh, yeah, especially it's been really hot here in Seattle. Yeah, and I, I imagine... If you go to YouTube, there's probably a video of Molly eating that entire <laughs> quart of Talenti Gelato. All by myself. That's right. <laughs> to find Talenti at a store near you, go to talentigelato.com. I'm Molly. And I'm Matthew. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. And today we're talking about ginger beverages. Are we really mostly just talking about ginger ale and ginger beer? Mm -hmm. Is that the idea? What else is there? I mean, we're not talking about ginger tea. Um, Even though I, I did put it on here. But, uh, well, you did, didn't you? Yeah, but no, no we, we don't are, have to talk well, about it. Well, I don't read the agenda. <laughs> okay. Whatever. Uh, and uh, and we have a bunch of, of commercial uh, ginger ales and beers here mm-hmm. to taste. Mm-hmm. To start with, maybe, do you think there's really a difference between ginger ale and ginger beer? So I was talking with Brandon about this last night, and he says that... Who's that? Brand- <laughs> <laughs> he says that Rachel Marshall, our friend who makes Rachel's ginger beer, which we're going to be tasting today... Do you think it would be fair to call her a ginger beer tycoon? I think she is a tycoon. Yes. Yes. Rachel ginger beer baller um, is... Uh, Rachel Marshall, entrepreneur, is of the mind that um, ginger beer is made from fresh ginger and fresh lemons, Mm -hmm. whereas ginger ale is made from like extract or flavoring or 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 it's cooked. I don't know. Is ginger beer not cooked? 
Oh, I'm pretty sure it's cooked because you have to you have to like make a syrup from the ginger. You, without without cooking it, I don't think you'd be able to really extract much. Well, I guess you could juice it. But I we're don't gonna know. T- we're gonna talk about that today because Rachel's is just juiced. Oh, okay. So and, I'm wrong. And that makes it perishable, you know, not shelf stable. Anyway, but so I, I don't know. I mean, some ginger beer is alcoholic. It, yes, you know, I it, actually I tasted ferments. one recently that was that was not bad. It was called. I don't remember what it was called. It's called like Scrappies or something like that. But I think most of these are force carbonated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so God, I where... feel so cool when I talk about force carbonation. I sound like I know what I'm talking about. It sounds it sounds like you, I mean, especially the way you're like holding your fist uh, up. It's like it's like you are personally like... I like, force carbonated <laughs> Yeah, myself. you like punched some carbonation into this ginger beer. Mm-hmm. So uh, should we, should we, should there be further ado? I, okay, well, I think that we should get started tasting because I okay. think that we're going to walk down memory lane as we taste. Okay. Okay. We're gonna. I think we're going to start with one of the two ginger ales of my youth and still the one that I drink most often on a plane. I thought you were going to break into song. You know, you're still the one. Da, 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 da. Oh, still the, still the one that I, I don't yeah. actually know the lyrics that that makes me something. Smile still or laugh or something. Makes me squeal. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so this is, of course, Canada Dry Ginger Ale. I think of this as the ultimate airplane beverage. Absolutely. Is this the one that advertises itself sometimes as the champagne of ginger ales? I don't know. I don't either, but I, I've, I've heard that. It's either this one or Schweppes, which we don't have, but is very similar. So I love this, even though this bears no resemblance to ginger in any form. So I have to tell you, this this is the the taste of being homesick when I was a kid, because... Like many people in the 80s, and maybe this is still a common belief, my mom believed that when you're sick, and especially when you're sick to your stomach, you should drink 7-Up or ginger ale, and I preferred ginger ale, so we would get like the 2 liter of ginger ale, and I would be allowed to drink as much as I wanted. Being sick was awesome. And uh, You know, for, for me, it was always flat soda. Oh, I heard or about like this and Coke. I felt so sorry for those kids. <laughs> is that, was it as terrible? Was it warm? <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, I, I, I don't remember. I remember enjoying it. Okay, I thought it was awesome. Yeah, I guess it's like better than no soda when well, you're a well, kid, plus, right? As, as we discussed on the the fruit punch episode, kids are constantly drinking uncarbonated flat that's, sodas. That's a good point. We kids, we love that stuff. Yeah, I guess there's there's not a big difference between high C and uh, flat Coke. Yeah. Remember when they when they replaced regular Coke with, <laughs> with flat, flat Coke? Coke? <laughs> How did that fail? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so so yeah, I feel like you know when I really think about it, this tastes just like water with some syrup in it that's yeah. been carbonated. But somehow it's just so reassuring. Yeah, that it is so divorced from like any concept of like ginger. Uh, it is great with a squeeze of lime. It is. Oh I've yeah, that's what I always get on the plane. I always ask for uh, for ginger ale with a squeeze of lime. Oh, you are and that's, so classy. That's how they know I'm a fancy customer. Wow, because it's important that they know that 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 and the fact that I'm sitting in coach. <laughs> that's how they can tell I'm I'm a man of luxurious means. Mm-hmm. Okay, what should we, where should we go next? Okay, so uh, I feel like should we go to? I think maybe we should go to cock and bull because I think that's like. Let's talk about Cock and Bull because I was the one who picked up most of the ginger beer ale type things we're drinking today. But you said, did you pick up that one that's always used for dark and stormies? And I said, which one is that? So I was wrong. It's actually Moscow Mules that they were the the story that I've heard. And it may certainly be apocryphal is that um, they had uh, like a, a the Cock and 
Bowl Company had a glut of uh, of ginger beer and had to figure out uh, some way to convince people to drink more of it. So they came up with the Moscow Mule, and uh, you know it has the special uh, copper mug. I wonder where the where, where the term Moscow Mule came from. I think I think just Moscow refers to the fact that it has vodka in it, and uh, I want to say a mule is a type of cocktail. Gingers kick in. Yeah, okay, it's because ginger's kicking like a stubborn mule. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's probably truer that's, than the real story. That's probably so true. But then where did the like the, the Moscow mule mug come from? You know how they're usually in like a copper, like a real frosty copper mug? Yeah, real frosty. Real fr- frosty. <laughs> um, uh, frosty. I, I don't oh. We probably should have looked this up before the show because there's probably... But I just love it when we speculate about things we really don't know about. Right. This is, this is more, it's more like a, less of a true fact show and more of an improv show <laughs> okay. um you know uh, copper mining this this was this was taking place in england and, uh, and there, as i learned from the show poldark that we talked about a couple of weeks ago uh copper mining was really big in england in historical times of the past uh and probably so probably like it was at a time when the copper mines were like churning out all this copper that nobody knew what to do with um you know they made they made a bunch of pennies they uh what else <laughs> they did they made some they made some copper wire but this was really like before they had invented like radios and stuff so they and didn't then know what to t- do with it and then tim riggins and his brother started stealing the copper exactly, wire on friday exactly night lights right. oh man oh i was i was crushed when they uh, wait spoiler alert when they got busted for stealing copper <laughs> do, hey are you watching the new season of true detective uh no because tim riggins is on it <gasps> really only his hair is short does he still have his sexy sleepy eyes he always has his sexy sleepy eyes i think it's kind of like you know, when I had mono, I felt like my eyes would sort of never open all the way. I was uh, just so sleepy all the time. I think that, was it was it the sexiest you've ever been? <laughs> I was <laughs> what, what so was all like the, sexy when I had the, mono. The, what are symptoms of mono? Like sneezing, drooling, <laughs> <laughs> utter exhaustion, utter- s- sitting on the couch crying because you can't muster to make your own dinner. Um, yeah, that sounds, that sounds so, really hot. So hot. Uh, anyway, yeah, Tim Riggins, whatever your name is, you actual actor. What still, is that, Taylor? Taylor. Uh, Scriff. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Quiff. Um, <laughs> Taylor Schmidt. No, Again, we're doing like it it's again. With, it's with I'm so S. sorry, everybody. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Kitch. Taylor Kitch. Kitch, there we go. But anyway, um, I'm enjoying it. You know, like, I just, it's it's like a guilty pleasure. It's like eating nerds. I love nerds. And I I just love watching Tim Riggins. Oh, I thought, I, I was, couldn't figure out whether the guilty pleasure was watching Tim Riggins or drinking ginger beer, which we should probably do some more of. So the cock and bull story is uh, uh, that uh, they had some ginger beer and they made a cocktail. And Great, let's drink, drink it. it. Huh. Mm. It tastes like powdered ginger. It's a very cooked ginger flavor. It really does. It tastes. It tastes a lot like when we did uh, when we and it's sniffed. Very, it's very sweet. Yeah. Um. I. I found I did use it to make a Moscow Mule, and I enjoyed it a lot. I can see how that would work. The aftertaste is a little bit spicy in a yep. nice way. Let's taste something else. Let's taste the old Reed's ginger beer, which I feel like is the one that I come across most often. Yeah, I think it's a it's a supermarket item in a, in many of your better supermarkets. I oh, love I, how you're sniffing these things. Ooh, I, I'm get the, getting the aroma. We're tasting the Reed's Extra Ginger Brew Ginger Beer, whereas they also have Reed's Original Ginger Brew, which they call Ginger Ale. I, I feel like I get a little bit more of like a real ginger funk off of this one than either of oh, the previous ones. But it's like, it, it's a funk, but I'm not sure it's a ginger funk. Hmm. I don't know how I feel weird. about this one. I don't feel good about that. I'm getting a honey flavor that I don't care for. It's kind of It's kind of got no... Pine, it has pineapple juice in it. Oh. No. no. 
Okay. Let's try this one. I love the bottle on this one. So it's so cute and stubby. It's, it's like stubby. It's like a red stripe bottle. It's a, Yeah, it's a, exactly what it's like. Oh, that was so satisfying to open. I'm sorry I didn't let you do it. Oh, Matthew, it's got the pull, a literal pull tab. Oh, that was really great. I like that. Well-engineered Bund- Bundaberg. Oh, so yeah, we should probably say this is Bundaberg. So where where is uh, what's the Bundaberg story? This As, is tell me everything you know about them that can be learned from the back of the bottle. This is from Australia. Oh, interesting. It says it's always cloudy in a bottle of good old fashioned ginger beer. Hold this bottle to the light, and you'll see it's full of real ginger pieces, traditionally brewed to a genuine old recipe to release the natural flavors of ginger. Okay, hold on, I'm going to hold it to the light. Oh, it does have little things swimming around. I, in I've, it. That that to me. I feel like this kind of harken. Wait, did you sniff this? Because it smells crazy. I don't smell anything. Okay, to to me, it smells like sweaty gym socks. Oh, really? It yeah. doesn't taste like sweaty gym socks. I mean, I ought to know. Mm. It's uh, it's just kind of thin. Right. That that's what I was going to say about the about the the reeds. There's just like no center to the flavor. Wow. This uh, ginger beer needs to meditate. It needs to so get centered. I I do feel like. Can't believe you you didn't pick up on that or run with that, it because it sorry. just wasn't very funny. <laughs> it's because I was already on to my next thought and I was and I was not paying close attention. Wow, what a great improv team player! Can can we can we be perfect all the time as human beings? Uh, can we be perfect even ever? No, um, it's so not it, funny. <laughs> <laughs> is this? We're is broken. This, uh, all right. Wait, so but I was seriously going yes. to say something when yes. I was n- ignoring your joke. Go on. Which was that uh wh- what was I going to say? <laughs> <laughs> which was that I do feel like a cloudy ginger beer. Like I get a good feeling when I see a cloudy ginger beer that I don't get from like a perfectly pristinely clear. I don't think pristinely is an adverb. Uh you know, from a clear ginger beer. But I don't know if I love I'm that being... you have all these feelings and that you're gesticulating <laughs> wildly. I love that like, about me too. Like Matthew is doing a modern dance performance <laughs> as he talks about this. Um well my name is my my name is Reed, and I'm here to say I made ginger beer in a major way. Um but I wonder if I'm being duped like in the same way as I was uh as in the same way as our friend Dan Patron was duped by the little black bits in the Briars. Uh, vanilla ice cream no the dryer is vanilla ice cream that like little we, we determined that little black specks in your vanilla ice cream have nothing to do with whether it's a good ice cream or not i wonder if cloudy ginger beer actually really does indicate a better ginger beer you know i feel like cloudy ginger beer to me it makes me feel like there's freshly juiced ginger in there because mm-hmm. you know when you when you get like ginger juice on your cutting board or and then you lick your cutting and board. then you lick your cutting board uh. it's all cloudy um no but ginger juice is all cloudy yeah, okay, I see. And, I see. And so so it makes me feel f- like it's fresh. And and unfiltered. Unfiltered. Yeah. Well, it's kind like of our, like like our show. <laughs> <laughs> it's fresh, fresh and unfiltered. You you take the good, you take the bad. You average them out and you have our show. <laughs> That's and that is the facts of life theme song. <laughs> Wait, can we sing it? Wait, which take was... the good, you take the bad, you take you average them out and there you have <laughs> the, the facts of life. life. The facts of like which was your favorite one? I always liked. Was it Joe? She was the tough one. Yeah, absolutely. She was so cool. I think maybe Tootie was my favorite. Assuming assuming that was the right show. (laughs) (laughs) I and then there was um, the one who was kind of like the like the sorority girl one. Uh, Blair. Blair. She uh, She was not my favorite. Blair was the one who on one episode. 
uh, everyone was upset when they learned that she received a $10,000 a month allowance. Wow. Yeah. Back Serious? in the 80s? Yeah. I mean, wow. na- nowadays, of course, a $10,000 a month allowance is yeah, nothing totally for, for like high rollers like me <laughs> or like kicking it in coach with our uh, with our lime squeeze Canada dry. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Third Love. Third Love's 24-7 t-shirt bra might be the most comfortable bra you've ever owned. It might be if I if I owned one. I think it would be. Mm-hmm. Now, here's what I can say. Third Love sent uh, my wife a 24-7 t-shirt bra, and she reports that it is extremely comfortable. In fact, she walked over to Matthew and said, feel how soft this is. She was wearing it at the time. Yeah. So I can't promise that your spouse is that awesome or partner, but, uh, you know, if but they the are. But the bra is soft. But I can promise that the bra is very soft and comfortable. Mm -hmm. It molds to your shape and gives you the perfect fit. Um, It has deluxe details, so it's not not one of these dull, everyday-looking t-shirt bras. It looks really nice, too. Gold details, pleated straps. I mean, normal t-shirt bras, never pretty. So Third Love added these details to give your everyday look a hint of luxury, Matthew. Uh The cups are made out of memory foam, and that's memory, M-E-R-O-Y. No, (laughs) that's not right at all. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, Third Love stands behind this product so much that they are willing to let our listeners try this bra for free. Okay, here's how it works. You're going to go to thirdlove.com slash spilled milk, and you're going to put in your shipping address. You'll pay $1 for shipping, and you can wear it, the bra, for 30 days. (laughs) 30 um, days straight. Nonstop. Um, You know, you can take- Because you're not going to want to take it off. That is true. You Mm -hmm. You can cut the tags off. You can wash it. They don't care. You know, if at the end of the 30 days, you don't think it's one of the most comfortable bras you've ever owned, if not the most comfortable, send it back. You'll get, uh, you know, they won't charge you. Yeah, and if you do love it, keep it, and then they'll charge you for it. Yep, they've also got uh, some other really nice items. Uh, just go to thirdlove.com slash spilled milk to get started. Woohoo! I listen to a lot of podcasts, um, and the, the topic of, like, 80s and 90s TV shows will often come up uh, for, I mean, for good reason. And there are so many people out there who remember, like, every detail of every episode of, like, all the sitcoms from the, those periods. And I watched all those shows, and I basically remember nothing. Yeah, I remember like, almost nothing either. I remember... I can't believe we named three characters from Facts of Life. Sometimes I just, just for fun, just sit around and try to remember, like, the names and the actresses from the Golden Girls. Like, oh, just okay, Just, like, wait. as an exercise All right, let's myself. do it. So there, so there was Blanche. And Blanche was Rue McClanahan? Yes. She she was the, the Yes. That was uh, Blanche Devereaux. Okay, yeah. And then there was Sophia. And that was uh, uh B. Don't... Arthur. Nope. Sophia was the was the old Oh one. was the uh, was the uh, the the mother Estelle Getty. Estelle Getty. Yep. And then there was B. Arthur and she was <sighs> Damn so, it. who was Sophia's daughter? Um and, and then Rose was was Betty White, mm-hmm. is that right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember either. Oh, boy. Do not, under any circumstances, <laughs> please do not come to our Facebook page to tell us <laughs> which golden girl we can't remember. Uh, even even we are Wait, capable Sophia, of looking this up. And this is going to drive me... Are we going to have to pause the show? This is going to okay. drive me nuts. <laughs> okay. Her name was Dorothy Zbornak. Oh, thank you. Oh, um, I loved that show. I loved that which, show Which so was your much. favorite golden girl? Well, I think I always loved that... that <laughs> Sorry, well, I just throw my phone into a piece of your cooking equipment. That's the kind of high ro- chivalrous high roller you are. You'll throw your phone on the ground. That was a different episode. Sorry. Anyway, so um, I think I always loved how kind of 
raunchy Blanche was. Yeah, just I did how too. She just owned it. But I think I think, I think uh, I think Sophia was my favorite. Yeah, and Rose was just so cute. Um, oh, Rose Rose delivered by far my favorite line ever on Golden Girls, what which I will share now. Um, you know, like like part of her whole whole shtick was was being from the old country and like th- how they did things in the old country. Wait a minute, you mean Sophia? No, Rose. Rose, the Betty White character, was from the old country, right? Like she was from some some Scandin- unspecified Scandinavian country, I believe. Oh, okay. I mean, I mean, okay, yes, yes. Sophia was also from. Okay, I'm, I might be I might be mixing this up, but I'm positive <laughs> that that Betty White delivered this line, great, and that it was that it was Scandinavian related, okay, as you'll what see. Did she say? which was that she was talking about a a uh, made up uh, uh, dish from the old country called Geflurgen Blurgen, uh, <laughs> and uh, and the line was, "You can't serve store bought Geflurgen Blurgen." <laughs> when I was a kid, that was the funniest thing I'd ever heard. Oh, like I that's probably so peed. great. That is so great. Wow, awesome. So thanks for tuning into our Golden Girls podcast. <laughs> We're going to go through the whole series episode by episode, and uh, probably by the end we'll be able to remember all who all the characters are. Um, there was... Let's talk about Rachel's ginger beer. Please. Okay, this which we're like drinking a, now. This is like a... Uh, so I'm so biased, but this is like a completely different specimen. It, yeah, it's... it's uh, it's it's Yeah, it's, it's a whole different horse of another animal. <laughs> <laughs> so this is made here in Seattle. Um, and uh, Rachel's ginger beer, you know, has, has is going big. They've got a storefront in Pike Place Market, a new place on 12th Avenue, not far from where you live. Matthew. I've been. It's great. I should specify we are not being sponsored we by are Rachel's ginger beer. Absolutely not, though, Rachel, I would not mind if you threw some money at me. <laughs> um, I wouldn't mind if anybody threw money at me as long as it wasn't like a big sack of money with a dollar sign on it that could hurt me. Yeah, I would take that. Though. Okay. All right. Anyway, so um, you can when I'm knocked unconscious by that, you can like wander by and like <laughs> take it off of my, my okay. prone form. So Rachel's ginger beer is made uh, with fresh ginger. Yeah, and it, it's juiced fresh, and then there's <laughs> there are lemons and there's sugar and um and and, and it is so strong. It almost has like a medicinal quality, and I love it. Uh, it's great. It, I mean, it's, it's so spicy. It's yeah. It's the only one of these that like tastes real. I think, I think that one of the guys who one of the the guys at Olson Potato Farm. Uh huh. I think that I once saw him him quoted somewhere about RGB saying that like it makes his beard grow grow nice and strong. And, oh yeah, and, and that guy that guy has a something. great and that beard. guy has an amazing yeah. beard. If yeah, if you've been to a Seattle farmers market, you probably know the guy the guy we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Brent, right? I don't know his name. I think his name's Brent. Uh, I hope I hope so for for the sake of everyone. So I feel like with with the ginger beer again, <laughs> I'm having feelings and gesticulating uh, that we've fallen into like a pattern that we've identified on the show before, which is that there's like a a there's a uh, Seattle product that's superior. Well, yes, but also that there's like an objective best, like like the real deal stuff that we like. There's like the junkiest of the junk Which that we, we also, also like. like, and then the stuff in between is kind of and you know neither here nor there. I think that's what f- I think that's neither what, horse what, nor fowl. I think that's what most food experiences are like. You know, like I, I, have I talked here before about about my love for the McDonald's quarter pounder with cheese? I don't think you have. So I went through a, um, a little phase maybe like four years ago where every time I was in an airport I would get a McDonald's quarter pounder with cheese. It's great because I absolutely I think it has the perfect amount of like meat to bun. I love the American cheese on it. I love the amount of ketchup, the funky, weird little flavorless chopped onions, the pickle. It, it is 
a perfectly engineered food a product. EFP. Yeah. And anyway, it is the lowest of low. Yeah, definitely. I mean, in, in my everyday life, you know, I I would scorn right mcdonald's well, for but, all sorts I mean, of reasons i think all of us are like a different person at the airport than any other than ever we ever are outside the airport we're so right? much wealthier when we're <laughs> at the airport <gasps> putting limes in our ginger ale uh-huh. flying that, that's in the plane that generally that doesn't happen in the airport oh well what happens in the airport stays on the plane okay and anyway no i always yeah my mom was horrified by my my phase of quarter pounder with cheese affection how oh because you Cause were I was once traveling with, with oh. her and i was like oh mom gotta go get a quarter pounder yeah. with cheese um but i i still stand by it i think there's a time and a place for all kinds of food i do too and especially canada dry ginger ale which i was feeling kind of crummy earlier this week and i went through a bunch of it it was it and was look awesome. at you now and look at me now You're i'm gesticulating, gesticulating wildly yeah I'm, I'm gesticulating like a man half my age <laughs> <laughs> How how do so virile? How do twenty year old dudes gesticulate? <laughs> let's not let's not delve into that. Okay. Anyway, don't email us. Anyway, so I feel like you know most ginger ales. I think if you closed your eyes and, and forever, <laughs> we've already made that joke many times. No, uh, if you if you came to our planet from another planet mm. and you had never had, like, you're speaking can- about Tim Riggins again, right? <laughs> And you had never had ginger ale. If you were to close your eyes and somebody gave it to you, <laughs> like, like, really gave it to you, really gave it to you, it would be so great. Now, <laughs> the end. <laughs> now, um, so I just got here from another planet. Somebody's given it to I me. I closed my eyes. I said, oh. "Wow, the Earth really knows how to how to give a welcome, right?" Like. We're, uh, yeah, we're a very uh, uh, welcoming planet, I guess. <laughs> anyway, I mean, you wouldn't know that ginger ale had anything to do with ginger root. <laughs> and, and so I think we're just sort of tasting these things as flavored beverages, really. Um, yeah, I, I totally see what you mean. And God, I love this <laughs> this RGB. Sorry, sorry to be like, go all fanboy, but. You know, you can mail order it and they'll ship it. I don't have to. Well, I know, but uh, you, listener. I'm drinking it now. <laughs> you, listener. Oh, okay. Uh, that's great. Uh, so probably ought to do that. This episode has been brought to you by Third Love. Third Love's 24-7 t-shirt bra is, well, it might be the most comfortable bra you have ever owned. It's made out of super soft memory foam that molds to your shape and truly gives you, Matthew, the perfect fit. Well, I'm not sure about that, but my wife has one and says it is extremely comfortable. And they stand behind this product so much that they are willing to let our listeners try it for free for 30 days. If you love it, you can keep it. Then they'll charge your card. If you don't love it, send it back. No harm done. You can start your free trial now at thirdlove.com slash spilled milk. You can find us online at spilledmilkpodcast.com where we will post a list of the ginger beers <laughs> that we tasted. Are we, are we going to what? <laughs> what? You land here on earth and somebody yeah, <laughs> close yeah. your eyes and somebody gives just it gives it to you. Yeah. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash spilled milk podcast. Are we going to post like a picture of some bottle caps of, of bottles that we open? I think we should. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. 
<laughs> well, we got to we got to do something because see our new our new website like basically requires us to have a picture with each episode and like we didn't know how how hard that was going to be. It's so hard. Don't you feel sorry for us? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, you can leave us a review on iTunes. Yep. And until next time, thank you for listening to Spelled Milk. If you're listening to us on another planet, we are studying all your orifices and preparing for your welcome party. <laughs> I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. <laughs> First, it, I thought you said aromatic broads. <laughs> no, I mean aromatic bras. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new trend. <laughs> Gee, your breath smells terrific. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Matthew. Uh huh. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So. No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.